Hi family, today I want to talk about something that's burning in my heart and hopefully it's a very timely message for everyone who's watching. I hope everyone's doing well. I'm just thrilled to tell you, you know, about this particular verse that I'm reading. Uh, again, I don't have a script. I'm not, you know, I, I don't have a script. I'm just going to speak from my heart. Is that okay with you guys? This is going to be an amazing message. I'm going to read from one of the famous books in the Bible. In fact, this particular verse is written, it, it's enframed in rooms. A lot of people have memorized these particular verses. And a lot of people know this verse because it's so popular. It's probably one of the most popular books or popular verse in the Bible. And it was written by David, the psalmist. David, when he wrote this, was already the king in Israel. And when he wrote this, I believe he was in a situation where uh, he was leading the nation. He was leading a lot of people. But then again, at the same time, he had a lot of enemies. So I'm going to read from this famous passage in Psalm 23. <laughs> you know, already know what it is, right? The Lord is my shepherd. It begins with the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. And everybody knows that. But I'm not going to focus on the first few verses. I'm going to focus more on the last two verses of this particular chapter. And I'm going to read here. It says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let me just pray. Lord, Father, speak. Don't allow me to be the one to talk, but you speak in my behalf. That this will be a timely word for everybody who's watching and listening today. That they will be set free. That they'll begin to understand what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to begin with the first verse here. It says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I'm going to try to exegete this. What it means by exegeting is to try to interpret this. And the way you do that is I'm going to do it like word for word or verses by verses. It begins by saying, you prepare a table before me. So who's preparing a table before you? You, God. God is the one who is preparing you. God is the one who will give you the tools, the provision, the anointing, the wisdom, the grace to do what you need in this life. The next word means prepared. Are you prepared? When David was speaking this, he was talking about preparing David not just for the things that he needed, but the things needed in order to have leadership and provide leadership for the nation of Israel. God was the only source of David. I think when he wrote this, he was even sing singing, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I'm just making it up. That's just my own opinion. But I know he, you know, he played the harp and he talks to God on a regular basis. 
And God prepared David, even as a young boy, all the way to becoming king, very young king. He knew that God was providing for everything he needed. In the wars that he had during his time, David was prepared because God was with him. In the challenges and the tough times that God was with him, with, with David, he knew back then that God was with him even when he was a shepherd boy. God was with him when God called him to become the king. God was with him in front of his enemies. God was with him, anointed him as he leads the people. It is God who prepares us. All preparation is good. Going to school is good. You know, having knowledge about things is good. But there's nothing greater than getting direct wisdom and direct equipping from God himself. God is preparing you right now. You may be going so, through some things in your life, but the reason you're prepared or unprepared is all because we all need God. The best teacher, the best discipler, the best equipper is God. You know, I learned, I, I keep telling my friends, you know, you can learn. YouTube is free. I love YouTube, by the way. <laughs> Google is free. And everything I want to know, if I want to learn this, I go to YouTube. If I want to learn history, I go to YouTube. If I want to watch things, I go to YouTube. But nothing compares if you go directly to God. Because God is the ultimate source of all wisdom. You prepare a table before me. What does a table mean? You know, I used to, when I was younger, I used, to I used to think the tables were meant to just, you know, to devour the food. You know, we're seven in the family. We're a lot of boys and we just go there and eat. But when I met my wife, I realized a table is a place of relating. A table is a place where you talk to one another. Don't be in a hurry. Don't leave when you're done. Talk. And I, I believe that the table represents us having a relationship with God, spending time with God. He prepares a table for you so you can build relationship. He prepares a table for you so you can be equipped. It's a time where you sit down with fellow believers and begin to realize that these are the tools that you need. But he continues to go on. You prepare a table, me, table for, before me in the presence of my enemies. Enemies. Enemy, enemies basically means the challenges, the people who are up against you. And in the world today, it is so difficult. It is so hard. There are so many things that are coming your way. But God is preparing a table before you in the presence of your enemies. While you're going through life, you will need somebody to guide you. You will need somebody who will always prepare you. We're never going to be totally prepared. We're a work in progress. But we need God on a regular basis. You need God on a regular basis. And the next verse, it says, you anoint my head with oil. You anoint my head with oil. What does anointing mean? Anointing is actually the indwelling presence of God through the Holy Spirit in your life. The Holy Spirit is in you. Remember that. When God left, he said, I'm going to leave with you my Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is there who's talking to you 24-7. That we have to listen to the Holy Spirit. It is the presence of God in our lives. The Holy Spirit in ours. In our, you know, 
God's in my heart. We keep saying that, right? Is he really in your heart? Do you communicate with God, with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis? Because this is so necessary. You cannot get anointing apart, apart from God's presence in your life. You will never have the indwelling. You will never have the wisdom of God apart from you connecting with God. So he said, you're going to anoint my head with oil. It's not just your heart. It's also your head. The head represents the way we think. Is it aligned to the will of God? For you to have anointing, your head, your mind and will and your emotions should be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because that's the way you're going to face your enemies. That's the way you're going you're gonna to attack this world that you live in, the challenges that you have in this world. If you're not connected to God, you're going to have a hard time. You're going to be anxious. You're going to be depressed. You're going to be worried. It's hard. We have to be transformed through the word of God. So how does God anoint us? God anoints us by filling our heads with the knowledge of God. And the next verse is actually the title of this message. My cup overflows. Oh, I love that. My cup overflows. And that's the title of this message. Is your cup overflowing, my friends? Is your cup overflowing with the things of God? Sometimes, to be honest with you, sometimes my cup is not just half full or half empty. Sometimes my cup is almost zero. I've experienced days where my cup is dry. I experienced days when my cup is not full. I have experienced a lot. You know, I was just talking to my son and my daughter-in-law, Katie. By the way, my son is the one who introduced me a while ago, who talked about prayer, Luis. I love them both. They're so precious to me. And I keep telling Katie, Katie, you're my favorite daughter-in-law. She's my only daughter-in-law. <laughs> and I was just talking to them and I was saying, how are you guys? How's your marriage doing? And I told them my story. And I'm going to tell you my story. I've been married for 33 years. You know what I noticed in the 33 years? I'm going to make some, uh, I'm going to be transparent with you guys. The first couple of years of my marriage, it was good, but it was hell also at the same time. It wasn't that good. A lot of fights. Going into marriage, I thought I was awesome. I thought I knew God. I read the word. I studied the word. But when I got married, I realized, huh, I wasn't as good as I thought I, I was. And I was telling Jeannie, my wife, I love her to death. And I, I told her, you know, she, I thought I, my character level in a scale of 0 to 10, I thought I was in the 8 or 9. Only to realize that there are so many responsibilities in marriage that I was only at level two because my character is here and the, the things required for a married life is probably here and I'm so far from it. And you know, in, a, in marriage, sometimes you expect from your spouse, your better half, and they expect from you and they're trying to get some life from you and I'm trying to suck the life out of her. But it's hard when my cup is empty or my cup is 20% level. How can I give that if I don't have it? 
How can I give to my spouse if I'm not there? If my cup is half full, if my cup is just way here, how can I give that to them? If my cup is full, I probably can give the amount that's in my cup. Okay, You can only give what you have. If you don't have it, you can't give it. Okay, If you're not full, I say, if I don't have money, how can I give her money if I'm, I don't have money? If I'm, I, if I'm not healthy, how can I give my energy to him if I'm weak? You can only give what you have. And I'm saying that to say that God is the only one who can fill your cup. And I'm not just referring to money. I'm referring to something more important than money. And this is the fruit of the Spirit. And the Bible tells us the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness. Do you have love? Is your cup full of love? Is your cup full of joy? Because if you don't have love, you can't give love. If you're not joyful, you're sad, you're depressed, how can you give it to others? But let me tell you this. The Bible says, if you have been prepared and you are anointed by God, your cup will not only be full, it will over be full and it overflows. It will overflow to your children, to your family, to your friends, to a city, to a whole nation. Are you full of joy? Because love, joy, and peace are spiritual things. They are the fruit of the Spirit. You can't manufacture it. You can't produce it on your own. I'm going to, oh, I'm going to will it. Oh. No, you can't. It has to come from God. You cannot give to others what you don't have. Okay? What people expect of you, you can't give it if you don't have it. I wake up in the morning and I'm, you know, you, when you wake up, you don't feel 100%. Your brain is not thinking. You just wake up and your body is not ready for the day. The first thing I do every morning is to allow God to fill my cup is to allow God to fill my heart with love. So I spend my time first in the beginning of the day to connect with God so that I will have His anointing, so that God can prepare me because I know that I can't give what I don't have. Also, vice versa, what you expect from people, they cannot give to you if they don't have it. That's why friends or relationships don't work. Because when people don't have it and there's unmet expectations, false expectations that cannot be met, and you're trying to get it from them, it will just destroy the relationship. And the last verse, goodness and love will follow you all the days of your life. It will only follow you okay, when God has prepared you and when you're connected to God. God promised that we can have goodness. It is possible to have love all the days of your life. It is possible to have the goodness in our lives. Good things, good relationship, spiritually strong, relationally strong. We can be victorious only until your cup is full. My prayer for you today is that your cup be, will be filled with God. 
The word of God will fill your cup. Fellow Christians will fill your cup. Listening to these messages will fill your cup. I, that's my prayer for you. The goodness and love will follow you all the days of your life.